This is the G220 Effect, and we're here. We're back for another opportunity to share God's word and God's truth. I am Steve. I'm Denai. And we're ready for action, totally packing for Jesus, for life. <laughs> what are we packing, though? Man, we packing the word of God. That's my heat, you know. <laughs> you know, I ain't got no gun, but I got a rifle, and so, it's the word of God, and it'll blow right through you. <laughs> oh, man, I don't want no smoke. I don't want no smoke. Hey, you got you're going to get that smoke. <laughs> <laughs> but and we, not only will you get the smoke, the smoke's going to change your life. Yeah. Amen. Because yeah. the word of God just does not come, but it comes to change, to transform us, to help us renew our minds, to help us to understand, to help us with wisdom. It is just filled with goodness. So, yes, I do want that smoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we're here back again with another podcast, bringing you truth and power, you know, bringing you exactly what God said bring. And so today we want to talk about praying and believing. Yes. And so if you pray, why not believe? I know. You asked me that. I, I mentioned it in one of our other podcasts where you asked me, you said, I had prayed about something and you said, you asked me, did you, did you, do you believe the answer? And yeah. I'm like, whoa, I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah, I prayed. Okay. Yes, Lord, I'm praying that this happens, but do I really have that visual to believe that it will happen? Here's the scripture. I love it. Of course, we're starting to go into scripture already, y'all, because we always, we're, we're always wait, wait, packed. And wait, ready. wait, 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 wait. Hold, let's hold on on that scripture I, right now for a second. I, know, I just want to say this, though, okay, okay, because okay. this is for the people. So I always say this. If you're going to pray, why not believe what you're praying for? You know how sometimes we just pray in the midst, hey, Lord, help me. What you want to help you for? For help you from? What you want him to do? You know, and sometimes when we say, Lord, help me, you know, we're not really desiring his help. We just want to see if he's going to do it kind of like a genie, like, oh, if I pray this wish, the genie's going to do it. But I don't know if he's going to do it. And so that's the problem a lot of times when we pray. We don't actually believe that God will answer. And when he does, it's almost like, oh, Okay, I hope he answers. I don't know if he will, but I hope he do. You know, and that's a lot of times what we deal with. So, yeah, that's that's awesome. And that's what I was going to go into, actually, <laughs> with Hebrews. OK, so we're going to go there. We're going to go to Hebrews 11. Yeah. And just just to give a visual of what we're saying, I think Hebrews 11 verse one does a good job. And for those that are in their word, I know, you know, this word already. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, it talks about what faith is. So we're going to go in there. I have my Bible right in front of me. So we always encourage you, as always, if you are home, you're somewhere where you can open up that Bible, get that Bible open. Let's get acclimated to being in that word, enjoying it, whether it's on your phone, on you version, or you have the actual Bible, whether it's on your computer computer and wait 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 wait. you can't skip out bible gateway because you know i use that more than you version come on now <laughs> whatever version you use <laughs> get that open my husband and i have this thing where we have our preference i'm not gonna say which yeah. one is which but we have our preferences on our bible and he's always opening his version and yeah. i'm like open my version i like yeah. it better <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it is no, what it is, you know. All, it's all in fun. We just enjoy the word of God. Any So any device, any book that you have, any Bible that you have, your version, whatever, open it up. Let's get to get in the word together. So we're going to read out of Hebrews 11, verse 1. And it says that now faith 
is the assurance. Okay, so I'm reading out of NASB, y'all. I usually <laughs> do KJV, but it's NASB. It says, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. For by it, the man of old gained approval. So it goes on. By faith, we understand uh, that the worlds were were prepared by the word of God. And I mean, go on. It's so good. But yeah. we're going to stick to that little first part of that of that verse. It says, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Okay, so I'm gonna read you in the KJV what it actually what it says in the KJV. It says, "Now, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not, not seen." Yes. And that, so, wow. So, so that's what I was saying that you have to have a mental picture. So, having faith and and faith and belief are. Not necessarily the same because faith is just saying it's 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 a general principle, but belief is an action. Yeah. So I I just encourage you to really study that on your own. I mean, just from us studying, that's what we have gathered so far. That belief is that action to that faith. You know, faith is 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 we're given a measure of faith. Yeah. So we have that, but yeah. the belief is activating that faith and putting it to work. So what we were saying was when you pray. Do you believe? Because here it's saying, you know, faith is a substance of things hoped for. So it's like you already can see it before it even comes to pass. Yeah. And so what what, what she's trying to say, let me give it to you, natural layman's. It's like this. So when you pray, that's the faith part. I believe enough to pray. I have faith enough to pray. And so the belief part comes when you send that up, you know, and now I have to believe that God is going to answer it and send it back down. But we get caught up in the middle part where God is sending it back down. We can't wait patiently for God to send us back down what we believe about. So, so it's so important, though, to have that visual of that answer coming down. Yeah. It's so important to see what that answer looks like. That's why we go to the word and we see and we pray on whatever the word says. Yeah. So if the word says, by his stripes, I'm healed. And I, I begin to read more of my word and I see every miracle that happened, every healing that took place through Jesus Christ and the gospels. I must visualize that blind eyes can open. Yeah. And believe that so yeah. that you can see the result to what you have been praying for. Yeah. So it is not just the faith part of I can pray. We all can pray. Yeah. And I, but and I, can you believe so that you can have the substance of that thing that you're believing God for? Yeah. And I think everybody like results. You know, you don't want to just say, oh, OK, I'm working out. And but every day you look in the mirror, and you look and see there's no results. But you look three, three, four weeks down the road. You're like, oh, I see the results. And so when you pray, but the belief part is when the results you began to see because you believe. And so it's almost like you get you you picking up your phone and you say, I'm going to call my mama. And so you go to call your mom. That's the faith part. You call your mom, but she don't answer. And so guess what happens? You start to be like, "Uh oh, sums up. You know, my mom not answering. She usually answers. And so what happens to belief that mom will answer? You stop believing that she's going to answer after time after time. She don't answer when you call at that certain time. And so you begin to say, okay, well, I hope she call. Whether I hope she call and stuff like that. And so we do the same thing with God. When we pray, we like, okay, God, we were, we were ready for expedient answer. But because we don't get the answer when we want it, we stop believing that God's going to answer. And so what happens? That line becomes, the, it becomes clogged or blocked. 
because of us. It's never blocked because of God because he's waiting to answer you. He's waiting to give you exactly what you asked for. You and know? there's a scripture that talks about that. It said that with God, there's no shadow or variable of turning. So meaning there is no, uh, uh, there's no very variables in God. He's yeah. constant. He yeah. says what he says. He said, Steve always says this verse, but you know, it, he's not a man that he should lie. He doesn't, he no. doesn't lie. What he says he is, he is. Yeah. So, so because he says what he is, there's no variable shadow turning with him because he is what he says he is. So yeah. his answer, is already in the word yeah <laughs> so now if you're praying amiss and you you got your own desires and you're praying based upon what you think then maybe you might not get the results yeah, and that's in james uh james 4 i believe yeah and, and you know the results is always predicated on you believing you know if you don't believe why i always say why pray if you don't believe that god's gonna answer it's almost saying okay god i'm throwing this at you genie in the bottle I rubbed the bottle already. Now I need you to come out. You know, now I need to see you. And so when you believe in sight, the, the things of sight, and you don't get what you want, that becomes the experience that's wasted. That becomes the thing that that you, you okay, God ain't with me because he didn't answer my last prayer. He, he, he ain't with me because when I asked him to do it, he ain't do it. Like, you sound like you're ordering God around. Like, hey, hey, man, dust my flow. Come on, man. Come down here and dust my flow with that broom, man. It's dusty. Don't you do that? No, that's not what God does. You got to remember that God made you. He breathed in you the breath of life. He called you his son, you know, you know. And so it ain't like, you, I'm Lord, you you my son. No, he's not your son like a New York cat, right? But no, he, he's not your son. He's your father. And he's great at what he does for us. You know, he it's, it's so many measures and so many things that he do for us on a daily basis. If we can really take time to step back out of ourselves, out of that, that, that dirty old flesh, you know, and really look at what God does in our life, man, we wake up every day before the alarm clock go off. How is that? You know, you wake up, you know, well, you know what I'm talking about. That's those times when you got to use the bathroom before the alarm clock go <laughs> off and you got to go to work and you're like, man, why did I wake up? You know, I wanted to sleep until the alarm clock go off. But hey, you woke up. Guess what? Because God still have purpose. He still had all these things for you. He still have the day for you. That specific day is for you, you know? And so why not believe? Believe you got to. So, <laughs> so if you're praying, if you're praying, you better be believing what you're asking for is going to come to pass. And, 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 and I know that sometimes, I don't know, I'll ask you this, Steve. Sometimes people get discouraged because they ask and they don't get necessarily the answer that they were hoping for. And this is what we were talking about in, in, in James 4. If you get a chance, go in James 4, study a little bit. But I'm going to read um, James 4. You know, today I brought my NASB Bible and I'm like, I'm really uh, thrown off. So I, I got to get my you version back on here so oh I can <laughs> you version so I can really get the scripture <laughs> the way that I I have I have it in my mind but um we, if we go to James 4 it talks about like praying but praying amiss and it talks it's starting off by talking about the lust that we have in our heart and the things that we chase after that are not godly yeah. and then it goes on and then it says in verse 6 but he giveth more grace wherefore he saith god resist the proud but giveth grace to the humble sorry and and before that that in in verse 3 that's what i meant to go to it says ye ask and receive not because ye ask amiss that ye may consume it upon your lust. 
And you know what's funny about that? When you ask in the midst, it's almost like out of desperation. Lord, I need you. I need you to help me so I can pay these bills off, Lord. Please, Lord. I need the money in my account today, Lord. Come on, Lord, please. Like, come on, man. God is not an Indian giver. God is not, he's not, he's not fragile. He's not frantic. He's not any of those things. And here we are coming to God frantically. Lord, oh, oh, oh I need this money. Please, Lord, please, 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 please. You come begging God when all you have to do is ask. This is your heavenly father. He the, loves he you. He loves you. Yes. You don't have to beg God. Yeah. And what to. does he say in Matthew, I believe, six? He talks about that. He said, you know what? I, if, if the birds can be taken care of, then what more you? My son, I love you. Yeah. What more uh, that I'll give you such precious and great things. If the lilies of the valley can, they don't have to worry about how they grow. They just grow. Like, what more you? If you know that word, then you won't ask amiss. And you know what's funny? You guys, you ever watch the bird and how a bird lives? It's so funny. It's so funny. They fly tree to tree. And, you know, they ne- they don't have a permanent home. They just fly tree to tree, making their home, go to the next tree. They eat whatever they find. And they they do this constantly over and over and over every day until they have to fly south. They're like, uh-oh, I got to drink some water. I got to <laughs> eat a lot so I can make it to the south. I need my protein. On man, this <laughs> I need my protein drink, man. <laughs> my wing's not too strong for this. <laughs> so, I mean... But I have to say this. I'm just all in fun, y'all. The other day, we were, I was walking uh, our dog, and there was a, a bunch of apples that somebody just threw out there and bird seed. I mean, it was like a like a buffet for food for any animal. I mean, deers, any, any animal that was out there, birds that wanted to eat can come to this buffet. And I was looking over at it, and I'm like, man, that's plenty. These birds are never going to go hungry. These deers out here are going to be fed well. This bird, like, I ain't flying south this time, man. They feed me like this, I ain't going. <laughs> so it was just, like, really awesome to to see. And this is what we're talking about, that our Heavenly Father loves us and takes care of us. So when we go and we're begging, I, I, I mean, I'm not saying this is how God looks at us, but I can only imagine how he's like, but my word tells you that I take care of you. So why are you praying in with just franticness? if that's a word, instead of just coming with peace and assurance that my word, your word says this, Lord, so I believe it. And I'm go- like, after seeing that buffet for those animals, like I'm, I'm convinced that I'm never going to go hungry. I mean, you know, I'm just saying, yeah. because whoever that is at their house, they decided to put out all kinds of fruits, all kinds of bird seed, all kinds of things for these animals to come out and eat. So I, I mean, that's just a reminder of what the word of God says. So, and, and that's, I, I believe you answered that, Steve, in, in, in just asking that some people do get disappointed yeah. when they pray and they don't get the answer that they, they desire. But here in James 4, it's telling us that sometimes we pray out of the lusts of our heart. So is this thing that we're even praying for aligned to God's will? Yeah, How oh, do I man. know that? How do you know? How do you know? Yeah. I hope you're spending time with the one you're praying to because... He already has given you everything through his word for instruction. The Bible says he said he's given his word for 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 doctrine, for uh, 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 for you to grow, for you to learn. And now I'm just paraphrasing. But the word of God is given to you for you to have what you need. So you should go there first and see, Okay, what I'm praying, is it aligning to the word of God so that when I pray, I pray in confidence and belief. 
That's, that it will happen. That's awesome. You know what? And it reminds me of the scripture, the scripture that says, they that, that, they that wait up on the Lord, he should renew their strength, and they shall model with wings as eagles, and shall walk and not faint. That It reminds me totally of that, because that is an awesome word. That is an awesome word for us, you know, because it's a, if we just wait, if we can wait and, and wait and, and wait for our answer from our prayer, and sometimes, you know, we just don't be frantic. You know, don't be, oh, Lord, I need it now, you know, because God knows what you need. He already know what you have need of. And sometimes what you're saying I have need of, God is like, oh, uh-uh, you don't need that. Because guess what's going to happen? You're going to get puffed up. You're going to get all these different things that don't need to happen. When he wants us to continue to be humble about our humble beginnings, our humble road, and he wants us to stay in these places where we can be humble and then be exalted. And let's get it straight. Humility doesn't mean, oh, poor me. It does not mean that. It means that I esteem what God says above what I feel, what I think. I'm going to put God's word above me. I'm going to put God's direction and instruction above me so that I will always be dependent on him to show me what I need in my life rather than, okay, I want this. Then, God, you have to make it happen. That's not humility. That's like, oh, it's about me. And it was, don't get me wrong. God gives us desire and puts desires in our heart but guess what it says in Matthew 6 it says seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you so he does give you desires yeah. but you gotta seek his kingdom you gotta know yeah. what his kingdom looks like so that you're not lusting after things and praying amiss and not receiving yeah. because yeah. you are praying amiss know him know what his kingdom speaks of know what his instruction is know what his 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 love for us looks like and what he's promised through Christ Jesus and one of those things we love to say this is the Holy Spirit you know He's going to guide you. He's going to teach you. He's going to uh, 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 comfort you. He's going to uh, be your counsel. I mean, that's awesome. You have that at your disposal. So you don't have to go crying and being frantic about, oh, Lord, oh, I just need, I just, uh, no. The, you can even say, Holy Spirit, your wisdom is full in me. You're in me, so your, your wisdom is full in me. In this situation, I believe that I'm going to have the resolution to this problem, and I thank you for it. Yeah. And you rest your mind. You stay yeah. in peace. Rest is so precious when it comes to prayer and believing. You that's the in between your prayer and your and your and your results. It's the in between. So you got you have to rest. I don't know why I'm saying you got to today. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like me, y'all. Uh, you know, I, I, I speak broken English sometimes, y'all. You know. <laughs> but you have to, you have to get in that place where you just rest and that, and then allow the Holy Spirit to download that with, to quiet your mind, to make it not about you, but about what the word of God says. Let's not go and, and, and look like, oh, prayer means I have to cry to God. Oh, come now, <laughs> Jesus, if you just move, there's nothing wrong with that prayer, but you know what? A better prayer in my, in my opinion, you know, and everybody I'm not saying that this, these are the rules, okay? <laughs> we all have a relationship. We're all judging the word together right now as we speak. So it's always open for you studying, you finding out the truth for yourself. But if I read a scripture that tells me that there's a time in my in my growth that I'm going to be seeking after sincere milk and I'm going to be fed milk and it's going to be good, but there's a time when I'm going to need strong meat. So there's a growth process that's happening right there. And so I'm not going to be praying my begging, crying, 
I'm coming to you. No, no, no. I, I, I have to get past that to the point where I know the power of God. Look at people like Elijah in the Bible. Why were they able to, to do such miraculous, powerful things? It's because they depended on God. At that time, it was depending on God, but because the Holy Spirit wasn't there yet the way he is for us now. He was there, but in a different way. Uh, but they were dependent on that in order for them to do such great things here on earth. And so can we. So I have to get to a place where I'm empowered and begin to declare things and speak things and not be, oh, I'm so I'm struggling. I am struggling. No, why am I struggling? What does the word say about this struggle so I can unstruggle myself? Oh, my God, that struggle, that struggle, that struggle. <laughs> Put that struggle under your feet. But I just want to say that. Can you stay out of my cookie jar? Because you was all in my cookies, man. Oh, man. You know, but we, we wouldn't mind, baby. Yeah, we yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. But, so, she, she was saying the key thing, though, relationship. You know, this how you, relationship with God. How do you get that? You get that through studying the word. You know, and we know that John 1 and 1, I've been mentioning this the last couple of podcasts. So, John 1 and 1 says, in the, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God. And you go down further, it says, the word became flesh and dwelt among them. So, okay now. So, they had a relationship with the word of God who was Jesus Christ. And so, if we say that we love Jesus, so we had to have a relationship with the word of God which is Jesus Christ, and with the word that we read on paper, which Jesus said, okay, this is the word of God. So he's speaking directly to you from it. And so having a relationship, it allows you to, when you get to that, seek and ye shall find. Ask and the door shall be open to you. And all those things right there, they are yours. The door is open. It's never been closed. Why you like, woe is me, Lord. I didn't get an answer. God has already answered you. All you have to do is look. He might not gave the answer you wanted. Because your heart is far from the, the answer that you really need to receive. You're like, ooh, I want this one. I want this one. I want this one. But when you really take a step back and look, God is answering. He's answering every prayer request. He's answered every problem. But guess what happens? We don't focus enough. Focus enough to see God's word being manifested in our life or being in action in our life. Because his word is always in action. Because guess what? The Bible says that Jesus is, is interceding for us on our behalf before the Father. And so if he's interceding for us, that means, guess what? Our prayer is being answered. Jesus is like, hey, big dog, hey, can you answer this for me, man? Hey, 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 Steve is like, hey, he needs you right now. And, you know, I, so I'm here to just let you know that this prayer, we're going to answer this, right? And God like, oh, okay, send it back down. And here's Steve like, oh, Lord, ah, I'm still praying the same prayer over and over again. Come on, well, how about that? Lord, if you just do it for me this time, I'll do better. I'm going to do better. <laughs> and God's looking at you like, I know you. You can't even make that promise. Just just rely yeah, just on my re grace just and rely. my mercy. And just let's just keep it moving. Because, <laughs> because we all know, Steve always says this, that when we make rules, we're going to break them. Yeah. You know, rules are yeah. meant to be broken. Yeah. And, so, so and, go ahead. And you know what's funny about that? When you say rules are made to be broken, think about it. When you were a kid, your parents say, don't go off, don't go off that porch. And you know how hard it is to not go off that porch when you're a kid? You're like, ooh, man. Ooh, it like a, you start imagining it. The, the grass is an ocean. Let me jump in it real quick and come out. You know, you start doing crazy stuff like that. Ooh, she said, don't leave the porch. And so you're looking up in the window, make sure she ain't looking down at you. Or your dad looking down at you. And you're like, ooh, they ain't there. Man, I'm about to step off the porch real quick. And so you start to start test the waters because, you know what? This is a law that they made up and you think it's unfair. 
And so they're not looking at me. They're not watching. I'm going to come off the porch. And guess what happens? They see you. <laughs> and here it is. You're getting in trouble for something that you couldn't fulfill in the first place. And to biblically appropriate that, that's just law versus like grace. And, yeah. and that's, you know, if we're under the law, that law that was given to Moses and we stay there, we're bound to, we can never fulfill those. And that was the whole point to show us that we can never fulfill that law, yeah. but we needed a savior and that savior was Jesus Christ. So, so that, I mean, if we're going to just break the rules anyway, you know, God's looking at us like, no, don't even, you can't even pray that. Cause that's not even, you know, my word, just be, just, just, just be sincere. Lord, you know, I might've messed up this time. And, but I know that you, your grace is sufficient. I know ah, that I get it. brand new mercies every day. Thank you, Lord, that you've forgiven me through Christ Jesus. And, Lord, your desire for me is to grow. Your desire for me is to get better and to know you more. And this doesn't please you, Lord. So I just say, Lord, I'm going to do better next time, you know, yeah. in, in that sense. You know, Lord, repent. I know. I <laughs> repent. Yes, yeah. I turn around and I'm going to follow Christ. And and, and, and and I know that you your grace is sufficient for me to be able to do it it's not even me trying to do it on my own it's it's just giving it to you and allowing yeah. you yeah. to 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 help me through it and yeah. that's what all he wants through us yeah yeah no no begging prayers um we 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 must graduate it should be graduation time for us and yeah. i just challenge anyone out there that you know maybe I don't know how prayer life looks for you. Maybe do a, 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 a audit on your prayer life and just, you know, just look at your prayer life. What has it been looking like? Is it begging? Is it like, uh, like pleading. we said, pleading? Is it praying amiss? Because, you know, these are the things I want, so God has to do them for me. How does it look? And then when I do pray, am I really believing that God God's word says this, so I can believe it. I can see it. I can visualize it. It's a done deal when I pray. I'm not even having to uh, uh, come back and say it over and over. There's nothing wrong with the fervent prayer, but yeah. you know, I, I'm I'm saying it with conviction and more conviction to the point where I just I just believe it because there's a scripture, Mark nine twenty three. Yeah. Let me read this Mark nine twenty three real quick. It says, Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believe. Oh. So he's just saying that if you just believe it, it's possible. So you might even get to a point where you don't have to keep praying it. You're just going to get to a point where when you pray, you believe and you leave it at that and it's done. Yeah. It's a done deal. Yeah. Why? Because it's your belief that God can't work against our will. Yeah. So if I'm praying and I'm not believing, there's nothing God can do with that, you know? And, and we wonder why Jesus said, not my will, let your will be done. If Jesus would have went with his fleshly will, he wouldn't have went to the cross. He would have popped out that flesh suit like, hey, I'm him, you know. And so he he did what he did because he said, Lord, OK, not my will that your will be done. I deny what he really said is I denied his flesh forever having power. And guess what? The spirit man will rise and I will stay right here in the spirit. And so what happens with belief? We have to believe because guess what? It's a spiritual transference that happens between us and God. And it, it happens simultaneously as we believe. You know, we, we continue to grow in belief. We continue to grow in grace and knowledge. We continue to grow. And that's only because we believe and we don't need an example or experience to believe. And so that's what Jesus was saying in Mark 9, 23. He was saying, oh, okay, you don't have to, if you believe me, just believe. You don't have to have a, a experience to believe. And we, you know, we, we live with these sayings as humans, experience is the best teacher. No, it's not. 
because experience closes you off to anything God is trying to do in your life that's different. You know, you, you know, the Bible say God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. But then it says our minds is finite. And then the scripture that says heaven, of his, heaven is his throne and the earth is his footstool. So that means that God is bigger than what we even can imagine. He's, he's bigger, than, bigger than what we can believe. He's bigger than what we can experience. Our experience shouldn't be the weight, the weight, the weight of the scale. Oh, because I went through this yesterday. I don't want to step out that way. I don't want to do that. I don't want to say that. So, I mean, that's where we at, man. Just believe God and understand that God's word is truth and God is who he is. So I wanted to, to read a challenging verse on this. So we, we're talking about the things that work. We, I know we've said a, a, a few things, but I think to just round it up, it's just to remember that God's kingdom has a way that we need to operate in it. Just like this world system has a way that we need to operate in. There's a government, there's a, there's a, all these things that we have to abide in their laws of even nature that are practical in, in that natural sense. And so is the kingdom of God. There are certain laws and rules that we have to understand, not necessarily rules. I don't want to use that word, but there are laws and, and instructions that we have to understand to, in order to really fulfill and get the best out of it. And one of those things is pray and believe. And I just challenge you to go in the word and, and look at how many times pray and believe has been said together. Uh, even in, in Mark 11, I believe Mark eleven twenty three, he talks about, you know, if you speak to this mountain and, you, and if you believe and you don't doubt, you know, what's going to happen? That mass, the mountain will be cast down. Like all these, there are many, I mean, scripture upon scripture that remind us of the faith of the, uh, 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 take, those that are sick to the elders and the prayer of faith will heal them. You know, all these scriptures are reminding us that when you pray, you got to believe and it will happen. Don't doubt, but believe. But I, I, I have this challenging scripture uh, that's um, uh, John 20, 29, just to even show even greater growth going from Mark 9. It says, Jesus saith unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast, be thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet believed. The word of God is so sure that you, even when you don't have to see it, but if just you believing it, that's what Jesus said in Mark 9. He said, if you can just believe it, it's done. If thou canst believe, but you know what? Later on, he says, you know, maybe you might need to fast it to let that flesh die, you know? So, I mean, there's so much we can say, but <laughs> this has been the G220 effect. And we just pray that, you are blessed and that you continue to grow in knowledge and grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we're ghosts. We are out. <laughs>